Welcome to Urban Foundry. All opinions expressed by Andrew Urban, Paige O'Neill, and our castmates are solely our own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Collier's International, Inc. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for any investment decisions. Clients of Collier's International may maintain positions in the properties discussed in this podcast. Welcome back to the Urban Foundry podcast, your go-to source for urban real estate news and conversations. I'm Andrew Urban. And I'm Paige O'Neill, and we will be your co-hosts as we explore the future of downtown real estate. This This is Urban Urban Foundry. Foundry. Paige, I was thinking, for this episode, I think we really, we we cannot afford the rights to the song I'm thinking about. I know. I already know what you're thinking about. I was, yes. But I feel like it would really kick this one off. I know. (laughs) You can sing it. (laughs) I'll save my listeners from their ears bleeding, I think. Got it. Paige, I looked at the calendar and I realized it's November. It's November. Halloween is in the past. I am such a Christmas holiday girl. Look at me already coming through with the jolly. My bah humbug's (laughs) coming out. I know. You are quite scroogey. Until Christmas Eve. And then my heart grows through sizes like the Grinch. Mm -hmm. And I get into it. But it's literally all my adult life. I never got excited about Christmas until Christmas Eve. I don't know why. So growing up, because my birthday is December 2nd. So in my house... The rule was we could never decorate for Christmas bef- until after my birthday. Okay. When I was pregnant with Lola, she was born November 30th, and I thought she was coming, like, I don't know, November something. I decorated my whole house by November 1st. <laughs> so I'm very much a pro-holiday, love Christmas. Thanksgiving I could do without. But. Okay, so Thanksgiving's not big. I like Thanksgiving. I don't know. For some reason, I like that holiday a lot. It feels less frilly. Mm-hmm. Christmas, I don't know. I love Christmas when you're in the moment and with kids. It, it really does change the dynamic for me as an adult, like me and my wife celebrate Christmas, but we didn't have a tree for a long time. Yeah. You didn't put up lights last year. <laughs> yeah, Andrew is bah humbug. Yeah. There's a lot of good excuses for that, <laughs> but, yeah. but it, it, it's funny. Uh, it's, it's just tough. There's a lot going on. It's a very stressful time of year. Mm hmm. But the good news for our listeners is, especially if you're one of our listeners in the Indianapolis area, guess what? There is a lot to do yes. in Indy. And I want to, we got to sh- give a shout out. Mm-hmm. One of our previous guests. Last, Chris, yep, the last, last episode, episode. Chris Gall. He hooked us up. Visit Indy coming through with all the things to do. They sent us such a great comprehensive list. And today, Paige and I are just going to just get you ready for the holiday season. Talk a little bit about what there is to do around Indianapolis and the greater central Indiana region that you may or may not be aware of. And there's a lot. There is a lot. I was looking at this list and I am an Indy native. I have spent many Christmases here and I haven't even done some of these things or knew there existed. So shout out to visit Indy. But the first one's time sensitive, right? Paige, you told me that the oh, Sullivan the, Express train. The Sullivan Express train. Okay. If you're listening to this on November 8th, tickets have already gone for sale. They go on sale yeah. November 1st, but they sell out very quickly. And if you haven't been to the Sullivan Express train, which I was like shouting out, tickets go on sale today when we recorded <laughs> this and you and Aaron were like, yeah, it is so fun for your kids to to do an experience and Sullivan's hardware on Keystone does mm-hmm. a great job of really embodying all things Christmas while making it fun for both children and adults. There's a bar there. You can drink precursor. One ticket gets you one train. Okay. And a train seats four adults. I don't have it up in front of me, but I'm going off memory Four adults, 
and two children. Got it. I didn't know that the first year that I bought tickets. So you bought tickets for everybody? <laughs> tickets for everyone, and I ended up buying a whole train. And I was like, <laughs> uh, there's two, there's an eight-month-old and a two-year-old and me and my husband. <laughs> You're like, well, you have the whole train and Santa to yourself. <laughs> And that, and, and, and what's, what's so special about it? So I've never done it. You got to do it this year. So it's a little train that you all get on. Mm-hmm. Remember only buy one ticket right, right. for your family. And then they go around the garden area and they have it set up as Santa's workshop. And there's diff- there's like a retail center of all these little Christmas gnomes and Christmas right. elves. And then the trees are decorated. The lights are on. And then you make your way to the North pole to go sit on Santa's lap. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I think, I don't know the particulars, but I think they have five or Sullivan's is going to at me at this, like 12 different Santas that work from December or November 24th to December 23rd. As I would tell my kids, representatives of the North pole, mm-hmm. Santa proxies, if you will, mm-hmm. carrying the message right back. And they are good. There's one Santa that I always think of. He reminds me of who's Goldie Hawn's husband, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. He reminds me of the Kurt Russell Santa in oh, Christmas Chronicles. Yeah. He's so good. I've never gotten a train that led me to his North Pole, which sounds very dirty. <laughs> Holy cow. This was a <laughs> family program very page. Dirty, but he... <laughs> didn't know where we were going there. <laughs> he is a legit Santa. <laughs> you know, I feel like you, I'm blushing yeah, after saying that. But. Yeah, after going to his North Pole, certainly. <laughs> uh, ho, ho, ho. That's, that'll get somebody in the Christmas mood. Yeah. Um, you, but, okay, that's great. But what happens if you don't have little kids? What should they do? What's next on our list? Next on your list. Okay. The Christmas fair. That's Children's Museum, though. The Christmas, the winter fair is at the Children's Museum. Mm-hmm. The jingle rails at the... El- Idlejoy Museum. Oh. So that runs from November 18th through January 15th. Got it. There's also Christmas at the zoo for you animal lovers out there. You get to watch orangutans and elephants in uh, lights as they... No, I'm just kidding. I don't think they put lights on the animals. Not on the animals, but it does. It is from 5 to 9 p.m. Mm Because, you know, when daylight savings hits, it gets dark early. But I've heard dusk at the zoo is a completely different experience than Mm. daytime at the zoo. Is it scary, you think? It's dinner time. All the animals are coming out, but it's also cold, so I don't really know. Yeah, and most of those animals are for Africa. I always wonder, how do you... I don't know. Maybe that's a zoologist question we should be asking. My kids go to bed at 5.30, so I'm not going to be at (laughs) Christmas at the zoo, but... (laughs) Yeah, they don't know what Christmas lights are because they've never been awake at dark. (laughs) And then the one that my family always does is... Winter lights and at new, new fields. fields. That's a tradition. Obviously, weather permitting. Mm-hmm. That's always the trick, especially with little kids. And then Circle of Lights downtown and Monument Circle. That's always a great one, especially when they light everything up. A lot of fun. Have done that many times. And then, you know, there's the Festival of Trees at mm-hmm. the Indiana Historical Society. That one's a little under the radar, but it, it's piqued my interest. Yeah. I, I'm sure it'd be pretty cool. So that will start in two days from when uh, this episode airs. So November 10th through January 6th. The hours do vary by weekday. Mm-hmm. And so to make sure that when we link it in the show notes, you guys click to make sure that you're going at the correct time. But there's tickets for all of these events, but it's a cool way to get out and see Indy and maybe do something a little different than you're used to. Yeah, that's right. And Paige, you're an in-house retail expert. The next topic I wanted to ask you about is, all right, when should people start shopping for Christmas gifts? 
What's the right answer? You've worked in retail. You know all the secrets. Tell yeah. us. Yeah. Now. Best deals. When's the best deals? Now. <laughs> Some people are doing before. So Black Friday is always a thing. But if that's more for if you're doing like the big mm-hmm. TVs or appliances, that's the the main people who did Black Friday deals. There's yeah. anchor stores like Nordstrom or Von Mar. I don't think they're going to be doing a lot of deals per se. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, when they put things on sale, it's because they should be on sale. <laughs> Wait um, a second. They're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. No, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. Ah, humbug. I know. But now, if you want to create less stress in your life, not go to the stores where they're completely jam-packed, I would start shopping now. Shopping online is a huge thing. We know Amazon, you can order most things today and have them delivered to your door tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look up when the next Prime Day is. I know there was just one October. Yeah, there was. In there was. I'm sure there's one in November. Yeah. But um, what do you think the hot gifts are going to be this year? I have a feeling they're going to be. I have. I didn't do any research on this, so this is totally this off, is the, off cusp, the cuff. Yeah, but very travel right. related. Everyone's mm. getting back into traveling. A lot of. Yeah, you have. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, you've had a busy year. Yeah, I have had a busy year. That's good. But I bought a suitcase because of it. So if you're See, if it, like suitcases go. are things that people don't really like to buy themselves. I don't know if I really encourage that as a gift giving. My husband's a terrible gift giver and he gave me a suitcase. <laughs> I'd probably be pissed. But, <laughs> like the experiences, the travel Things like no more loungewear. We're all sick of loungewear. Yeah, no more comfy clothes. We've binged on that yes. for three years. So it's travel, accessories, gear. What else? What about for kids? What do your kids want? Two boys. They're both under four. Yeah, I'm in the anything pink phase. So yeah, I'm you're not in the a good pink person. phase. <laughs> I am in cars, excavators, dump trucks, trains. Anything that deals with mobility Mm -hmm. is really hot in my house. Mm -hmm. And of course, the Staples, the Disney, Pixar cars, Toy Story, blocks, Duplos, Legos. Those are all really hot items. Those are classics. Yeah. You can't go wrong. I enjoy playing with them. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do buy a lot of toys with my kids that I want to play with. (laughs) So that's my secret. That was a tradition passed down by my father. He would come home and from work, he would, a lot of times he used to travel when I was a younger kid and he'd come home and we all go to the toy story and get some fun toys. And I I found out later he wanted to play with them too. So that was (laughs) his ulterior motive, but I've carried on that tradition. Certainly. I think for adults, I always joke as I've gotten older, it's gotten harder to be when people ask you, what do you want? Like, I'm pretty blessed in the fact that I can just, I get what I want when I want. I don't really delay gratification yeah. as much as I probably should. But I always think like small, thoughtful gifts, something that I always say, try to find something for someone that they wouldn't buy themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I call the little luxuries is always what I like to kind of think. So yeah. Is it a, a, a hand cream that's really expensive that you wouldn't buy for yourself? That's mm-hmm. like a $40 tube. Yeah. That would be something that like, that's why I try to get my wife or my mom mm-hmm. like that or for my dad, something that he wouldn't splurge on himself. Yeah. So that's always a gift. That's hard yeah. for some people to do. Yeah. You gotta know people. Yeah. Right? I so. know. People are either great gift givers or not good gift givers. That's true. That's like my true. husband is not. But mm-hmm. Brian is really thoughtful. His brother is very thoughtful in his gift giving. And I'm always like. It's interesting. I know. Yeah. Everyone has different traits. What else a, are you looking for? I have a question. Oh, what yeah, is your ahead. favorite holiday tradition, either growing up in your family mm. or now that you're bringing to your family? Interesting. You know, it's funny. 
I, until I got married, I didn't realize families had different traditions in a lot of ways, right? And, and as I think about it, this one's tough because we do a lot of food related traditions mm-hmm. in my family. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Eve's big on lasagnas. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I love to hear what everyone has for. Yeah. Adults. So for years, my mom would make whatever traditional Christmas dinner. And eventually we, we sat her down one year and said, listen, nobody like wants this anymore. You really don't want this. So it's funny you say that because there's always that transition that it goes from your mom to like yeah, we, you? my mom still controls the holidays. Got it. In our family. See, yeah. I'm starting to be the It's like an NRA. Controller. Like, like commercial. Oh, out of her cold, dying hands <laughs> that she's going to forgive those up. There was a period seven years ago where my brother tried to stake out a claim mm-hmm. next. And mm-hmm. my mom like slapped that down yeah. really quick. Yeah. So we went to her. It, it, obviously, Thanksgiving, traditional, right? Turkey, stuffing, gravy, stuff like that. Overall, that's pretty stock and barrel. And for Thanksgiving, you have to like veer with tradition. Maybe your family's different. But Christmas was the one where we were like, why are we eating like these foods that we're supposed to eat? Because like TV tells us that's what a traditional Christmas dinner is. Mm -hmm. We're like, we don't want turkey. We just had that. We don't like ham for whatever reason, my family, which is not ham people. I'm not a big ham girl. You know, not my thing. Some people might disagree, but whatever. And then we did years of like beef tenderloin or something like that, which was fine. It was mm-hmm. good. But we all were like secretly, man, I really wish my mom would make like lasagna or big ziti or mm-hmm. bolognese sauce or something like that we don't get very often. That's really good. Yeah. That's like a family recipe. And so we just went to her and we're like, the tribe has voted and this is what we want. <laughs> You're off the island, mom. And she was fine with it, but it was that was the one tradition we have there. You know, opening presents, our family, we always open presents on Christmas Eve. Really? Yeah, we don't really, we leave a few Santa for Christmas Day. Santa came to your house Day, first, huh? But there's a few that like when we were kids that Santa, but then when we became adults or once Santa was no longer real, my parents were just like, let's just open them now. Yeah, <laughs> like, hopefully we, we don't kidding? have any children listening. Now with the little kids, obviously we let them open one present on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. put the kids to bed. Me and my wife usually open up our gifts, maybe leave one or two to open the next day with the kids. Obviously we do the Santa thing. Yeah. And all that, right. And yeah. This is the first year where I think Santa is going to be a really big deal in our house. Yes. Last year we just starting to like yeah. get it, but yeah. this year three and a half, almost four. He gets it. Yeah. Right. He was trick or treating yesterday. He was saying trick or treat. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's getting the concept. The wheels are turning. Right. But he goes Santa. And what happened was, this is the craziest thing, Pitt. I don't know if this showed up at your house, but an Amazon toy catalog showed up at our house. I was going to talk about that. Did yeah. you get that too? We did. And I gave Lola that was nuts. Yeah, Leo a went sticker nuts. package. And I said, Santa sent you this book and you have to put a sticker on anything yes. that you want. And yeah. I'm going to send it back to Santa. Yes, I did the same. Not the sticker thing, but I said, hey, we got to pick this out. We got to figure out what we're going to talk to Santa. I mean, about. Amazon knows what they're doing. Come on. That's what we Everyone did as a kid, got, right? Yeah. JCPenney yeah. or Sears or whatever. And so I saw the catalog and I was like pumped. Yeah. It was like a rough day. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I gave it to my son, Leo. And I just realized both of our children have the same first letter of their names. Mm-hmm. Weird. Mm-hmm. Right. Lola. Leo. Nelly, yep. Leo. Nico. Oh, weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Never realized that. And gave it to him. And he was like, oh my God. He studied that book for two weeks. I know. Studied every yeah. single night. Did I miss anything? <laughs> do I want the train table? Do I want the car transporter? Do yeah. I want what? And he was like working the process. Yeah. And so it was so much fun. And I'm 
Thank you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> if you're listening, thank you for sending us a Christmas catalog in hard copy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. out because it brought back a lot of memories for me. Yeah. And to watch my son, my oldest, my youngest kind of like was like looking at it. He's almost two. So it's, but Leo was like, dude, I know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. Like, back off. I'm going to pick a present for you. And he picked a present for his brother. He's, yeah. What do I not want? <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to give it to Nico. <laughs> yeah, I love right. that. Yeah. So that was a great little thing. And that was a weird tradition. As you mentioned traditions, like that was a tradition as a kid. But that was the only way you figured out what toys were cool. Right. There was no Google. There was no... no other than was, that or TV commercials. Right. When mm-hmm. The Nerf gun. Like, mm-hmm. Buy this Nerf gun. So realistic. You think you're in the army, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, mom, I want this Nerf gun. Yeah. Right? And so it was cool to see that. And as a parent, it's good because in a lot of ways we guess. And so it was like, I know he wants a train table. That's it. That's all he's been talking about. Mm-hmm. I guess Santa's getting a train table this Yes, year. Santa's... <laughs> have fun building that on Christmas Eve. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy the batteries in advance. Yeah. No, it's funny you said about Thanksgiving because some a tradition that Scott and I are trying to change in our family okay. revolves around Thanksgiving. So Scott is half Hispanic and we really want to change Thanksgiving to gracias giving. Okay. And serve Mexican food. What about I wait, 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 let's play this back real quick. What if you guys did Mexican spins on traditional Thanksgiving using I different spices? I just love spices. the name Gracias Giving. Gracias just, Giving is good. It's a great name. And then turkey. I don't think there's turkeys in Mexico. I'm no, sure. I don't want turkey. No one wants turkey. No one wants turkey. I find a very few people actually like turkey. Turkey and the mashed potatoes, the whole, the stuffing, it's the dry. cranberry stuff. It's okay. We've been there. We've done that. Let's start. But we haven't been handed... The, the rains the for Thanksgiving. I host Christmas Eve at my house and mm-hmm. my sister does Christmas morning and then Scott's parents do Christmas dinner. So I have now Christmas Eve that I do the rains on, but gracias giving has not come into my control yet. And when mm. it does. What is the high holy holiday in the family? Is Christmas Eve like a starter holiday? Yeah. Or, yeah. So that's the starter holiday. All right. You married into the family. Okay, we'll agree to give you this one as a trial. It's also because my parents mm, don't live right. here, so they yeah. come up for Christmas Eve. That's they come it. up for Christmas, and then so it's my Got parents, it. so my sister has to come, but then Scott's family has to come. So there's about 10 adults at my house, and now five children. So yeah. it's Th- growing. Right. Thanksgiving in our house is like the sacred holiday. Thanksgiving is. Yeah. Yeah. No, Christmas Thanksgiving. Is, Christmas now is like our parents like travel between all of us. So yeah, it's not as like sacred yeah. as it once was. Yeah. So, because we have the kids and that's what they want to see. So guess and who comes where it's so weird with marriage because all the traditions have to mix. So in my family growing up Christmas day, you would wake up with your family and then like we couldn't go downstairs until my dad turned on the tree and lit the fire and made coffee. And then as all the children could come down, all the children, there's only Did three your dad have a camcorder. Oh, yes. So did my dad. Yeah. Did he ever make you guys like reopen presents because he didn't get a good shot? <laughs> no, we didn't do any reenactments. Ours were all live. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. We had to do a couple Dad, shoots. Dad, I hated this stupid gift anyway. We occasionally had to do a couple shoots <laughs> or come back down the stairs this time, but look happier. Yeah. No, we didn't. We never, but the there was a camera recorder. Yeah. Yeah. But in Scott's family, they would 
There's a box of videotapes somewhere they, in my My mom just sent me all of ours, actually. Oh, really? The actual VHSs? The actual VH. So she converted, what the hell are you do with she converted a lot of them, but then uh, when there's like individual ones, a lot of my skating tapes, she was like, no, I'm not converting these. Skating <laughs> championship, 1999. <laughs> yes, 97 state champ. <laughs> but so Scott's family, they come over and have breakfast. Oh, interesting. That's a little different. And then open presents. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. How are you going to tell a four-year-old that you have to look at all of those presents? Yeah, you're not touching them. And then you're going to eat breakfast. Yeah, sit at the table. And then go open them. So, I was like, no. Yeah. So we can do our Christmas with our immediate family. And then if your parents want to come over, or my parents want to come over afterwards, then we can do the grandparents. So breakfast-wise, I know we're getting really into the weeds. We are. But is it the same breakfast every year? It's like we do pancakes or we do... So Scott's mom makes really good homemade cinnamon rolls nice that's really to the good. point where now my sister's like expecting to get cinnamon a batch rolls. of them yeah. to her house right which scott's mom isn't invited not that she's not invited she right. just doesn't go yeah. Yeah, in case like so do i get cinnamon like, rolls yeah you're the daughter-in-law <laughs> technically your sister has no real i'm the bridge to everyone yeah, right, right through right. the cinnamon rolls yeah the cinnamon roll <laughs> yeah. the cinnamon roll highway yes. runs through the, the page o'neill's house yep that's interesting we do we do my mom makes this she used to make this bake or whatever it was it was like a breakfast casserole thing. Uh It's really good. Every Christmas. I can't remember. I think my wife made it a few times. I can't remember if we had it last year. Last year, the last three years of holidays has been a blur. Like that little kid in the neighborhood that came up to our door and asked if I was going to put up Christmas lights this year. (laughs) You wanted to tell him to buzz off. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to deliberately not just to make the kid mad. He's six years old. He's criticizing my life choices. Should tell you something. Hey, I pay the mortgage around here. I'll make the call. I was thinking about that and those food traditions. It's funny how we all think of that as like completely normal, but it it is for each Mm -hmm. of our families. That's just what it is. It's interesting. You know what, Paige? I think after talking about it a little bit, I think maybe my bah humbug wore off a little bit. Oh, great. That was the Just point. a little bit. Don't get over it. No. I'm sure I'll be we back st- to bah I humbug still got tomorrow. a month and a half <laughs> to work it into you. <laughs> yeah. To all of our listeners, obviously, thank you for listening to us this season. There's still more episodes to come, but we hope today, with the help of Visit Indy, thanks to Chris Gall, wonderful guest, go back, listen to that great episode. But for hooking us up with this great list of things to do in the Indianapolis area, I hope you found something that'd be great for you, someone special, your family, or just by yourself. I think there's a lot going on. So basically, you'd have to be blind and be a hermit to miss any of it. Yeah. And Chris said, be an advocate for Indy. If you're hosting family for the holidays, take a look at this list and see what you can go out and show them to make them really remember this holiday season spent in Indianapolis. That's right. All right. Until next time, we'll talk soon. If you like what you heard, please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to like or follow us on LinkedIn and YouTube at Urban Foundry Podcast.